All right. Welcome to the backyard, everybody. I don't have anything going on, so I figured why not do a little cowboy stream action. You might even see dogs pop into the picture once in a while. And I'll be honest, I tried to link up my AirPods to my laptop, and it didn't sound very good for some reason in my ears. They're crackling. So I'm using my telephone instead. Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Backyard de Jeffrey, where we'll talk Cowboys football today. I saw some cool stuff today. I saw some stuff on Tony Pollard. I believe that was from the great Michael Gelkin. Mishota was writing about something today. Also, I want to shout out my friends in the Cowboys industry uh, who are getting their freaking mind on right now. I think you guys already know, probably the Hellman, formerly of DallasCowboys.com, got a job at Five Writing. Well, they put him on TV last week with Acho, and uh, he was awesome. And he's on TV again this week. So watch Dave Hellman on Fox Sports. My best friends, and he's one of the most talented people in the industry. And I think about to be filthy freaking rich and super famous. Uh, he's been on The Herd. He's been on, what is the other one? Speak for Yourself. I'm not a big sports TV watcher, but I'm a big Dave Hellman watcher. And he's a beast. And I'm proud of him. Hello, my friend Skywalker Steele for being at Cowboy and asking Mike McCarthy questions. I'm proud of my buddy Vox Lombardi for what he did at camp. I'm proud of my buddy Law Nation for what he did at camp. So many good people. Jonathan Conley, how serious is the Will Greer injury? Will said they're going to decide on Friday if he's going to play in the preseason game on Friday. Here's what I'm going to say. This is I'm going to start the video. If anybody wanted to start the video with Will Greer talk, but Will Greer had a pretty good camp. And I think actually was in a battle with and is in a battle with Cooper Rush for the backup job. But as Cooper Rush has actually played in games for the Cowboys and they oh Foots is a beast too. Yes, Soto man. Yes. Um the level of familiarity with Cooper Rush and he's actually played NFL football for the Cowboys, he probably has the leg up. I think Greer out there for nine or ten days probably played better for Rush, but he's got a groin injury at the moment. So if he's gonna play this weekend. Where is Bland on the quarterback depth chart? I'll get to that in a second. Uh if Will Greer does not play this Saturday, that sucks for Simi Fihoko. It sucks for TJ Basher. It sucks for Cavante Turpin. It sucks for every wide receiver who's trying to make a case to try to get on the roster because, and I say this with all due respect, my understanding is he's a sweet man and he sells a lot of really cool hats. But, like, Ben DiNucci's not an NFL quarterback. If the Nooch is out there throwing the ball, it's going to be really hard for Brandon Smith or Dennis Houston or whoever to make plays and impress. So, hopefully Wilger's groin is okay and he's able to play. <clears throat> that would be ideal. I did see my boy Helmet on the herd. I already mentioned it. Yep, in a suit. And I will tell you, Dave Helmet, one of the dudes who's earned it the most talented people I know, maybe the most talented person I know. And you know, the best part about Dave Hellman is the dude who he is on TV and the dude who he is in real life are the exact same. Person. Most TV people, that is not the case. Hellman is him. That's who he is. And that personality is awesome in life and on TV. Vance in the super chat. Sorry, my finger's going to be all up on my screen. Try to scroll down the chat. Yeah, everybody hit the like button, please. Hit the like button, please. Is there a way to mute this so I can clear my throat? I don't even know how. Yeah, let's see. Mute microphone. 
I hope that worked. Doug Pollard in the slot. Okay, that's another thing we're going to talk about here in a second. Kenny and Quinlan, Howard Lamps, they're literally still on both sides. Kenny and Quinlan, I love you, brother. You the best. Vance said two questions. One, how are you doing, good brother? Two, DBQ and company working to improve the run defense this year. One, how am I doing? Um, as you know, I'm not the kind of person who just says I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, but I would say I'm doing better today than I have been. To, I would say I'm doing better the last couple of days than I've been doing the weeks before that. I think I made an ill-advised medicine change on top of other things that I had to deal with at the time. And I think I'm dealing with both. And we're better and we're getting better. Uh, still a struggle, though. Now, was your other question? Uh, DQ and company working to improve the run defense this year. Well, I think the Cowboys defense is – I think there's a decent chance it's better this year than it was last year. But when I say better, it's important to differentiate how I mean better. I mean it is second and eight and run a football play. I think the average result will be better this year for the defense than it was a year ago. Now, you replicate the level of success the defense had, I don't know because you're not going to replicate the number of turnovers that they forced last year. When you lead the league in turnovers, it happens every year. Whoever does that, you don't do it back-to-back -back years. There's a level of just luck and variance to it. So you're not going to lead the league in turn and force turnovers again. Uh, but I do think on a down basis, you'll be better because many of the guys that are going to be out there are the same guys that are going to be getting better at football. Osa is a young player who's going to be better. Dalmore is a young player who's going to be better. Uh, I think the combination of Dante Fowler, Sam Williams, and Dorrance Armstrong can actually outproduce Randy Gregory, and I love Gregory. Uh, Micah Parsons is going to be better. Will that mean better stat line for Micah Parsons? That might be impossible, but he will be a better player and will make the guys around him better too. Uh, Trayvon Diggs will be a better player in theory. He won't have the same amount of options, but he'll be a better player. Uh, J. Ron Curse will probably be a better player. Like they're, they're going to be a better defense down in and down out that does not that they're going to lead to your team scoring more points necessarily because they're not going to replicate how many turns they forced. But I do think they'll be a, quote, better defense. All right, where is Kilgore? Is the scrimmage today? Um, so the Cowboys, what they're doing now is they are in Denver now. And it's today, Thursday. So they should be practicing against the Broncos today. Uh, yes, you should have a fun practice. You can see some of it on NFL Network. I believe my buddy Jane Slater is there uh, covering it. I bet some of it will be on TV and stuff. But, yeah, so they're in Denver. Party on. Uh, people asking about Kelvin Joseph. I think Joseph has had a kind of, kind of a struggle camp. Uh, the last thing I saw is after I left that apparently when they ran some goal line stuff, that was probably the best done in camp. And that makes sense because Kelvin Joseph is such an aggressive, grabby player. And on the goal line, you can probably get away with it more. But in camp, I felt like I saw a lot of that stuff and it was not leading to great success. Uh, so not ideal. All right, let me get on my tweeter and see what other options. Would it be more difficult for the defense or offense to play better than last season? Offense. Uh, the it's going to be hard for the offense to be better than it was last year. 
trying to think because you still got your quarterback. You're essentially replacing Amari Cooper with Jay Tolbert, which is a downgrade. You're hoping your left guard plays better than Connor Williams did last year, and who knows? You're hoping that Terrence Steele in a full season plays better than the combination of Terrence Steele and Lyle Collins from a year ago, which is, I think, probably unlikely, even though the team was playing better when Terrence was in there. That was pre-Dak injury. I think it'll be hard for the offense to be better than it was last year. For as much as we didn't like the inconsistency and Dak was not the same the second half of the year, they still led the league in points and yards. So I think it'll be tough to replicate. That. Let me pay the bills real quick. Shout out to my guys at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds. And find reviews and news for every league, including Major League NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. And I do want to hear from the people who gamble on preseason football. I want to know your strategy. Like, what makes you think you got a good handle on this thing? <laughs> Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. From live in-game betting props and futures, head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Jeff, what's the biggest narrative being pushed about the team now? I don't know that there are. I don't know. Is there any big-time narratives that you think are out about this team? I think the biggest thing today is about the idea of using Tony Pollard more and with Ezekiel Elliott. And I think that's such an interesting football conversation because across the NFL, I know everybody thinks it's cool and that you're going to like create this really matchup nightmare kind of deal when you put these two running backs on the field. And, oh, my God, the defense will have no idea what I'm going to do. But, yes, they do. They know that either you put two running backs in the backfield or the second one who's out there is going to line up in the either motion out to play wide receiver or be your jet sweep look guy. Like defenses have a pretty good handle on what you're going to do if you put two running backs into the game. And for the most part, they're still going to stay in nickel defense. So you're not going to, I mean, I guess if you're going to use Zeke as a fullback and hand it to Pollard a bunch, then you might be getting a matchup that you like in that regard. But even Tony Pollard, who's an electric receiver for a running back, is not better than a slot receiver. So lining slot receiver, like you're not tricking people. It's very, it's very interesting that sort of narrative. Our identity is we have no identity as a team. We just call plays. Well, everybody just calls plays. I mean, the Cowboys, Bob Sturm did a lookup of like, if you look at all their tendencies like how they line up how much shotgun how much motion how much play action how much whatever the team they most closely replicate is the rams so i know that the cowboys are fun to kick in the nuts but kellen moore's not bad at his job uh dak wasn't the same after he hurt his calf last year otherwise you'd had a better chance in the postseason and in the second half of the year our identity was get a penalty on third down that's true god i feel like every penalty they had last year negated a big play Jeff, do you think Simi is going to be a Lance Lenore type of hype, or do you believe he will be gone next year? Measurables and speed is rare. Um, I don't want to put too much expectation on a fifth-round wide receiver going into his second year, but there's definitely an opportunity on this roster. 
and Simi has had a really nice camp going down the field and making plays. Seems like he scored on every freaking day in camp. So he will have opportunity. You just hope he's not another Lance Lenore, John Bay Johnson. Uh, yeah. Speak for yourself. When Dave was on, they were saying word on the street is Dallas has a clear path to the Super Bowl. Well, I bet Dave told him, no, they don't. <laughs> Feel worse having no work schedule. Like when you're homesick as a kid and everyone else is in school. Yes. And for a depression, anxiety person, that can be an even bigger challenge. So trying to like just figure out how you're going to fill the day and what you're going to do. And ideally you would have some structure, but there's no structure there. And that's okay. Uh, because we'll figure it out. Also, I would probably stay tuned because your boy might have a little more structure soon and something that's going to be a lot of fun. I might just stay tuned. It might shock the world. Super chat. I don't think the Jones family are stupid or not football intelligent. They probably know more than I will ever know. Maybe they're just too cocky. That's why we can't get to the ball. I think it's hard to get to the Super Bowl is number one. Uh, I think number two, you don't have the best front office. You might not have you don't have the worst front office. Like the Cowboys do a decent job fielding a competitive team and all that. And I actually don't hate their strategy of playing the salary cap the way that they do and doing it the Rams way. The Rams way becomes right because the Rams won the Super Bowl, but a lot of teams do that and simply play with the cap and move money around. And for a lot of teams, it doesn't pay off. And then you end up short on draft picks and short on young talent and up in cap with old veterans who you don't want on the team anymore. And then you're going to suck for three or four years. But I realize it's hard to make that argument to a Cowboys fan base because the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl doing it the way they're doing. So it's like, who cares? I'd rather suck for three years. Um, and I get it. I get it. Look at Sean going in the super chat. They hit the like button. Jeff, we appreciate you. Keep it up. Over under 60% that John Ridgeway starts a fight in practices. I think I'll take the at 60% is the right number. I think he is the LC might have been the guy before. Now the fight starter will probably be uh Sam Williams. I could see it being Sam Williams. I can just see it being the rookies. Like they intentionally drafted dudes that are mean. They show the hell did. Haven't heard a word about how our center is playing. Is that good or bad? Um, I think there's a chance Biotish is going to struggle. I just hope he doesn't. And with Biotish next to a rookie on his left side, I hope that Dak is ready to kick right away because you might have some growing pains that you've got to get past. Uh, but there's a chance that Tyler Smith with his – Physical gifts can be, even as a rookie, better than Connor Williams was. And there's a chance that Tyler Biotch has progressed a little bit and can be a league average uh, center. Hope you tried Toppers out in California. I go to Toppers every year. Usually I go to the one in Oxnard on the water. This year, Helm and I walked to the one in Ventura. Uh, um, completely unpredictable, but what year to bowl, in your opinion? Um... If Dak plays his whole crew in Dallas, I will say Dak plays in a Super Bowl. Guessing what year is very difficult. Uh, 2025. We worry about Tyler Smith and his holding issues in college. What's to say this won't happen? Yeah, I mean, that's the challenge of playing um, – of going from – someone stopped outside my fence into radio. It's my fence. It's my yard. This is my house. 
What are you doing? Um, what was I talking about, though? Oh, yeah. How much did Fox pay Hellman? Oh, they Hellman. He's securing Mike. If he keeps being a TV star, he's going to secure a whole bag, I bet. The like button, damn it. Uh, Tyler Smith. Yeah, what I was going to say about Tyler Smith is he's making the easiest option that there is in terms of going from tackle to guard. I think I saw – who was talking about this yesterday? I don't want to get the wrong offensive line that's on Twitter. It's either Mitch Schwartz. I think it's Mitch Schwartz. Where he was saying the easiest – is going from tackle to guard and even going guard tackle is probably easier than switching sides so keep that in mind when people pretend that like a left tackle can play right tackle and it's going to be easy that nfl all pros and pros will tell you that none of these are easy moving to guard's not easy but it's the easiest of all those things moving from guard to tackle is tougher And moving from left to right or right to left is even tougher than both because you have to relearn everything. So for Tyler Smith, yeah, there's a challenge in changing position. I mean, the good news is, is based on his college tape, I wouldn't have wanted him playing left in the NFL as a rookie either. So, you know, kind of rebuild him technically and put him in a smaller area where his strength plays. And hopefully that works for you. The one thing about moving from tackle to guard is you have less space for those great athletes to beat you if you're technically deficient. But it also means that things happen a lot faster because the guy that you're lined up across from is now this close and this close. So Tyler Smith will have some challenges as a rookie, I'm sure. Hopefully the gifts that he has and the work he did in the offseason with Big Duke and with whatever Philbin can do, it's hard to have guys get better because you just don't have the time to really work individually like that. Why are they treating Tyler Smith like their side chick? It's just the NFL way of pretending that you're not going to give the job to somebody and like, oh, yeah, Connor McGovern might be our starter. Now, hey, if Tyler Smith is preseason shows that he can't can play, then maybe Connor McGovern will be your left guard. But Tyler Smith is your left guard. Connor McGovern's working at guard also, which is just showing you who's the backup because Tyler Smith ain't working at right guard. Connor is. So we know we know which is which. You ain't gonna fool us. Fool me once. Can't fool again or however it goes. What favorite way to enjoy a Cowboys game day? Well, can you see the big green egg there? That's how I like to prepare on that big green egg in the background. I like to have friends over and I like to watch and I like to be at the house because I like to watch all the games before and after. And I like to have two TVs going so that you can have the Cowboy game over here and you can have a red zone over here where you can see everything else. That is very important to me. Jeff, out of the first four games, which one do you think is the most important one to win and have the biggest impact on the season? I'm not going to lie to you. All Cowboy fans are better than me at schedule things. Like, I'll have to literally look it up. I don't know their schedule off the top of my head because I have the worst memory. All right. Game one is Tampa, Cincy, Giants, Commanders. Giants and Commanders, I think you're going to beat regardless. So you have to go either Bengals or Bucks. And I guess in that case, you would go Bucks just because they're in your conference. And it would be nice to get off on the right foot. But. Giants and Commanders, you better freaking beat. 
They're awful. Hey, Jeff, just got here from Tanner. Hi, Tanner. Welcome. We're just hanging out, just answering questions, doing what I do, meandering all over the place. How worried are you about the Eagles? I'll tell you how worried I am about the Eagles. Let me pull up their roster because this is what I think about the Eagles. I think the Eagles have a better uh, roster than the Cowboys do. And I think that doesn't matter uh, because the Cowboys quarterback is considerably better. But if Jalen Hurts becomes a top 15 or so quarterback in the NFL, then the Eagles will win the division. Kilgore, do you still get mad and upset at Cowboys games? And if not, how do you do it? Um, it depends if I've been drinking. And not as much as I used to. I think being in the industry for like 12 years in some ways brings it kind of down where I feel like I'm more into analyzing than I am to cheering, if that makes sense. So like, I want the Cowboys to win. All my friends who come over to watch are diehards. I, 12 years ago, was super into their wins and losses. But I think talking about it so much for 12 years and studying the game so much makes me to the point now where I'm kind of like, I'm more interested in analyzing what happened than being happy or sad about the result. So I'm looking at the Cowboys, or I'm looking at the Eagles roster, right? Their offensive line. Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Siumalo, and uh, Lane Johnson. That's a better offensive line than the Cowboys offensive line. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Quez Watkins, that is a better wide receiver core than the Cowboys. Dallas Goddard versus Dalton Schultz, I would probably take Dallas Goddard. I like Dalton Schultz a lot. So we just went across the entire offense, and the Eagles, I think, are better than the Cowboys. O-line, weaponry. Uh, running back is – you maybe could give it to the Cowboys. I think Miles Sanders is a good player. But that roster-wise, boom, Eagles better, right? Eagles defensive line, Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham, and Jordan Davis, who's not even listed as a starter. So the Eagles defensive line is clearly better than the Cowboys defensive line. Hey, and if you say Schultz is better than Goddard, like, I don't hate that. If you go by the stats, I bet that's true even. Like, I don't I don't hate if you say that. I like Dalton Schultz, but I think Goddard's a really good player too. Uh, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, and Avante Maddox. I think that might be close in terms of corners. I think the Cowboys are better at safety, and I think the Cowboys are probably they're better at linebacker because Micah Parsons uh, exists. So, you know, if you go man for man, I think the Eagles have a better team than the Cowboys. The difference is one has Jalen Hurts and one has Dak Prescott, and that's why last year when they played, the Cowboys beat the brakes off the Eagles twice. So, Although, one, they didn't try, to be fair. But, yeah. Do I worry about the Eagles? No. But could the Eagles win the division if they get good quarterback play? Absolutely. They could. But believe in your quarterback. Your quarterback is quite good. Quite good, I say. Uh, I like Goddard's ability to get down the field more than Schultz, but he's trash. He's an Eagle. That's fair. Fair take. And we do have Micah. But Micah Parsons, if they let him rush the passer every play, he would break the record this year for single-season sacks. I think Micah could get 30 sacks. His bend and explosiveness and power, like it's it's unmatched ever. Like it's LT stuff. It's like a supercharged Sean Taylor rushing the quarterback. Freak show. Freak show, freak show, freak show. 
All right, I think I'm good here. You guys good here? Take off. Backyard, ask me anything complete. Thanks for stopping by. I love you guys. Nice to spend time with you. What's the split this year for Michael looking like between off-ball linebacker and edge? I think the difference is not necessarily where he lines up, but how often does he rush the passer? And I bet it's like 50-50 or hopefully more even in terms of rushing, where like he can be a fifth rusher coming from linebacker or he can line up on the edge or he can be a fifth guy in line of scrimmage, but hopefully he's going a bunch. Mike is the best linebacker in the game for me wrong. I don't disagree. AJ Brown's a nobody. I do disagree with that. How's Cox knee looking? It sucks that it seems like it's uh, not going as quickly as they thought it would, but also there's really no rush. Looks really good. You got Anthony Barnow, who's still on pub, so I guess he's not ready. Uh, no, Kilgore, you're not wrong. Michael Parsons is the best pass rusher in the league. When he does rush the passer, I think he has the biggest, the highest pass rush win rate, the highest, like, everything. He just doesn't do it as often as true edge rushers. Yeah, he's the best pass rusher in the league. All right, guys, I appreciate you stopping by. I love you. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.